I was a little bit bored oh. and also I fell no. I fell through the you know the thing that comes up between your legs yeah. the harness yeah. yeah so I fell through that because I'm quite terrifying yeah. and so I just what? thought I just thought I was going to die, die. Oh, I was awful <laughs> but it was actually just the world's worst wedgie at a really high altitude oh but it's a really God. good story though. Yeah. it's a good story <laughs> Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Girls With Goals brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. We are going around the world in hopefully 50 minutes this week because it's January and sometimes you just need to get away. I'm delighted to welcome to studio Tara Povey. Oh my God. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah, it is. You did it actually perfectly. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, Tara Povey, curator of the award-winning travel blog, Where is Tara? And Stephanie Buckley, another award winner and the woman behind the Eat, Sleep, Chic travel and lifestyle blog. Later on, we'll be chatting to some special guests who are a bit further afield. But first, ladies, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you. We're going to start things off with our favourite game. So it's called Six Words or Less. And basically, it's for any of our readers or listeners of Her.ie who don't know who you are. So I want you to describe yourself in six words or less. And I think I'm going to (laughs) go to Stephanie first. Okay, so lust for life. Lust for life. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's I like the short ones. They don't come along that often. So, Tara, what about you? Using six words. <laughs> um, a chatty, creative, colourful, coffee fueled adventure. I'm going to need that one again. Chatty, creative, colourful, coffee fueled adventure. That's incredible. There's I like alliteration. So much alliteration. <laughs> that was amazing. So, Tara, you've described yourself as a hobbit <laughs> raised by leprechauns. So, I yeah. would really like it if you would explain that one. Um, yeah. So, I was born in New Zealand originally okay. um, so I lived there till I was about three um, and then we moved back over to Dublin so my mom's originally from Ireland right. so she moved home to be with family so I've lived in Dublin since I was three but I go back every so often to New Zealand and I have dual citizenship so I have both nice. passports yeah it's really handy and tell me how did you start the blog when did that all kick off oh it's a bit of a long story um, <laughs> we've got 50 minutes so. okay okay um, yeah so I was working as a pharmacist in England and Devon and I met this guy on Tinder and uh, he had a travel blog at the time so we decided to go travelling together and he wanted me basically to start a blog while we were travelling together and I'd always wanted one I just had no idea how to set up a website so he helped me with that end um, and then we broke up horribly and um, <laughs> oh, no. he um, kind of like, he basically didn't want me to su- succeed at all, did everything in his power to try and burn my blog to the ground. Are you serious? Oh yeah, like it was insane. I ended up having to get a solicitor to send <gasps> a stop and cease and desist letter because it was outrageous. Like, no. He was emailing companies telling them not to work with me even when I was only six months into my blog, you know, I wasn't even dreaming of working with companies at yeah. that stage like but let's mental. leave that crazy pharmacist <laughs> where he belongs and um, Stephanie <laughs> tell me about Eat Sleep Chic how did that come about okay so I was the manager in a plumbing company okay and yeah random and the plumbing company went into liquidation so I found myself without a job didn't really know what to do so I did a course in digital marketing started the blog and initially it was kind of beauty and fashion yeah. and a little bit of food a little bit of travel but as time went by I found myself writing more and more about food travel what I kind of loved the most yeah. so then it kind of went from there So it is January and you've both been all over the world but this seems to be the time of year when people want to book holidays so I want to ask for places that you would recommend in Europe first so places that you've been which are perfect for like a weekend getaway 
Okay. okay. Um, I have a few, but I'm sure that you guys have a lot more than me. <laughs> I love um, Helsinki in Finland. I've been to Helsinki. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's just wonderful. Like, it's really expensive when you get there, but it's worth it. Bec- Can I tell you about what happened to me in Helsinki? <laughs> I got a glass of red wine and it cost me 15 euro. Oh, my yeah. God. Now, it was a big glass, to be fair. And they, they actually measured it in, like, you could get a small glass for 9 euro, a mid-range ah, glass. so you for, picked like, a big glass. So I, <laughs> Of course I did, but you can get a bottle of wine for that. So it is, it's very expensive. Yeah, but you can get cheap flights over there with like Norwegian and there's free Wi-Fi on board and everything's amazing. Um, but if you go to Helsinki for city break, you can kind of get the city life and there's uh, 20 minutes from Helsinki, there's a town called Espoo. Okay. And you can get all of the like reindeer, husky sledding, all that kind of thing as well without going too far from the city. So yeah. if you're only looking for a short city break, but the whole kind of Finland experience. Like, yeah, so don't be put off by the prices too much. Yeah, if you order local drinks um, it's not as expensive that's like, it and, yeah. and if you order the smaller ones as well it might yeah. not be that expensive what about you Stephanie um, I was recently in Glasgow I know Tara was there too and I, there's just so much to do food culture great nightlife um, it's less than an hour away yeah. it's just a really great spot yeah, yeah I loved it as well I've been to Scotland a little bit but I haven't been to Glasgow it was my first time actually was it? Yeah. I was in Edinburgh but you were saying how cold it was yeah obviously it's winter and Scotland's quite far north yeah. like, um, so it was minus nine when I got off the plane just on Monday um, it wasn't snowing it was just kind of icy but they are so well prepared in comparison to like if we get snow here there was yeah. just salt and grit all over the place like Seems I didn't like slip on a patch of ice whenever there's even a bit of sleet here the whole country just kind of comes Locked to down. a standstill yeah. um, one of the places that I went to last year and I wrote a piece about it for her.ie and it did so well is Lisbon and if, I feel like yeah. Lisbon is just blowing up okay. at the moment have Port- you been? Yeah I've been Portugal's huge like with yeah. the Irish market it's massive it won loads of awards Awards, like this year um, Madeira for Best Island yeah. and Lisbon I think for Best City Break oh, it's well. so Instagrammable like okay, it really that's is gorgeous. that's one of the things and it's I cheap. think yeah mm. it is cheap it's yeah. very cheap there was pickpockets though I was in Lisbon <laughs> and I got on you know those little um, cart things the that bring the trams yeah. yeah they bring you all the way up and I saw a guy pickpocketing no. a girl in front of him <sighs> so awkward. I was like what am I going to do what am I going to do what am I going to do and I was like this is it I'm going to be Superman I'm going to save the day and then I decided no because I thought maybe I shouldn't do that you shouldn't too really dangerous yeah, yeah it depends on the situation it's yeah. totally like yeah. you can't call it really until exactly. you're in it and also my boyfriend at the time was like Neve would you stop trying to be Superman for God's sake but I did kind of like <laughs> but he didn't want to be Superman <laughs> yeah no he was off the tram before we even had a chance so it is lovely to go away and it's lovely to go to places and we're very close to Europe so it's mm. really handy handy to get those amazing weekend breaks but also it's nice to stay here yeah, we've yeah, got definitely. a great little island here what about staycations are we for or are we against definitely, oh, definitely for, for yeah. I mean, that's actually going to be one of my resolutions I yeah. want to see more, more of Ireland, Ireland. Mm-hmm. what would you say would be your best places to go around the country I love Northern Ireland like I was yeah. actually thinking the exact yeah, same thing I'm like, yeah I'm obsessed with Northern Ireland yeah me too I did a trip there I think it was last year or the year before up to um, like the co- yeah, yeah Antrim the, the Causeway Coast um, like Bushmills oh my god it's um, brilliant yeah. Coleraine and Ballycastle and all mm. them and they're just amazing like for, especially for foodies like yeah. the, the food is incredible there's so much to see there's all the Game of Thrones stuff like the landscape's amazing even in the winter as yeah, well yeah like, activities as well we went uh, with the kids and we stayed in the Causeway Hotel which is like five minute walk from the Giants Causeway yeah. 15 minutes down the road you can do the cliff diving kayaking then you have Carrickareed Rope Bridge yeah, oh my God, Dunluce Castle gorgeous. 
Wow. Uh, the Bushmills, as yeah, you said, Dunluce, gorgeous. Yeah. You can try on these like period dresses in a little shop across the road, and you look like something out of Game of Thrones and yeah. get your photo taken in front of the castle. <laughs> Sounds amazing. amazing. Yeah. I actually went and up the dark hedges. Sorry, the dark, <laughs> the dark hedges from the Game of Thrones. Do you know the scene? I don't dark. watch Game of Thrones. Oh, right, okay, so. I was gonna, I was gonna say that a few minutes ago, but no, I didn't. Not want for you. We were okay. just on a roll. You were on a bit of a Game of Thrones roll. <laughs> so, um, do I have to watch Game of Thrones before I go there? No, no definitely not. Okay, no, I did though. I binged it before I went. Did you? I tried to do it in a week. Weekend and it turns out it can't be done. But I did go up to the Titanic exhibition yeah, in Belfast, Belfast, which was amazing. The day was awful. It was absolutely pissing rain. Yeah. We got lost and it was pretty horrific. But when we went into the exhibition, it's incredible. Yeah, it takes the ride, the little oh, yeah. It's so interactive, isn't yeah, it? Like, it really you know, is, yeah. I mean, errors in there. I would maybe say it's a bit long. Like towards the end of it, I was a bit like, okay, I'm kind of done with Titanic. But it's incredible. And it's literally an hour and a half away from Dublin. Yeah, exactly. So really easy and to get to. And then there's the new Titanic Hotel as well. It's kind oh, of yeah, I haven't built around the it. style of the Titanic. I think it opened last year. It's on the list yes, like everything yeah, else. Yes, long list. <laughs> we are going to talk about bucket lists a little bit later on, but I thought that seeing as we're doing a travel episode this week, it might be nice to talk to people who aren't in the studio with us. Okay. <laughs> so Jess Glynn, I know both of you know her. She is the woman behind the Gap Year Guru blog and I believe she's on the line now. So we're going to find out where exactly she is in the world. Jess, are you there? Hi guys, how's it going? Greetings from Brazil. From Brazil. To the bomb. <laughs> Do the bang. Is that, an, is that an inside joke that I don't know about? It's just like, oh, all good in Portuguese. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's basically how are you. It's yeah. like the only thing I know in Portuguese. Yeah, me too. That's why I said it. <laughs> so Jess, you're in Brazil. What time is it there? It is currently 20 past eight in the morning. Oh, so Not we, too bad. So we've woken you up a little bit. <laughs> If my voice sounds a little bit croaky, you know why. That's okay. So listen, talk to me about the Gap Year Guru blog. So on your blog, you say that you hope to inspire people to live a life less ordinary. So how did it come about that you decided to pack in the nine to five? Because you were working away in Ireland, weren't you? Yes. So I have been working in digital marketing for the past few years now. And to be honest, it was just always one of those things where I kind of envisioned myself somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was every every Monday morning I was waking up going, oh, wouldn't it be nice to wake up in some exotic country instead? <laughs> and that's kind of how it all started. I I got this idea that I wanted to try to live abroad uh continue to like freelance digital marketing around the world yeah and see how long i could do it for so that's what i'm doing at the moment i've basically packed up my bags moved to brazil been living here for the past almost five months now wow is and that, uh, how's the portuguese coming on just, then <laughs> as we say in brazil we say my own men it's like more or less i'm i'm getting there i'm getting there slowly but surely <laughs> so tell us about brazil tell us about the actual place where you are if people are on the fence about going give us something that we can't refuse okay well where do i begin over the past five months i've been in 12 different destinations in brazil and every single one of them is completely different i think a lot of people kind of forget that brazil is actually bigger than europe yeah so if you can imagine like when you arrive here there's there really yeah. is something for everybody i do kind of tell everybody to start off in rio i think tara has been yeah. to rio before she'll understand <laughs> what i'm talking about I love rio. <laughs> but it's it's just like there is no city in the world like 
Rio. It's it's the beaches. It's Copacabana, Ipanema. It's got the mountains within the city. It's music. It's the people. It's the food. Every single thing about it is just it's it's magical. That's I think the uh, only way I can describe it. I think we're sufficiently sold green <laughs> with envy at the moment. It is so cold here today, Jess. It's absolutely freezing oh. in Ireland. Um, but so tell me what your day is like. What's the day to day life of Jess Glynn now as a travel blogger and an adventurer? <laughs> I suppose. Well, this is actually the nice thing. It's it's something I have always wanted is to not have a day to day. You right. know what I mean? To not yeah. have a schedule, to not have a structure. And that's kind of what I've been trying to keep up with now. Like I said, traveling over the past five months and going to completely different places, it, it keeps life exciting. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, do you have, I know it's, it seems that you love to live kind of in a non-planned way, which is amazing, I suppose. Yes. It's the dream for so many people. But do you have a plan about where you want to go to next? Do you have a bucket list for the year? Yeah, when I came to Brazil, I was kind of forming a little bit of a list and kind of saying, oh yeah, this sounds good and people have recommended that. But in general, I try not to have a bucket list. Okay. At the moment, I have... Um, I just like to see where it's going to take me. And if I go somewhere, like, for example, when I arrived in uh, a place called Jericoacoara, which is up the north of Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue. (laughs) But when I arrived there, I met so many backpackers who, like, I I was there for 12 days, just, like, basically lying in a hammock for 12 days. But you just hear so much information from the people that are traveling around you that it's almost best just to not have a plan yeah. and to hear Probably and go well. on, if, if it, you know, if, obviously if it's possible. But that's that's what I've been doing recently. And at the moment, I have another month left in Brazil. And then I have a one-way ticket to Hong Kong. And I have no yes. idea what I'm going to do are when I get there. Are you not coming home? Yeah, I was, I was just <laughs> devastated. Hey, Jess, Jess can hear me. Yeah. Absolutely. Stephanie's yeah, here. Jess. Have you uh, been paragliding from Pedro Benita in Rio? I haven't gone. Oh, well, there's something but, that you definitely have to do. Well, this is this yeah, is, last incredible. Week I went on a helicopter trip on the on the second of January to kick off my off the new year. I went on a helicopter ride over at uh, Rio, and I saw I saw them doing it. I was yeah, like, okay, that's that, that comes my next yeah, thing now. <laughs> I have to say, I went paragliding before. I think I was in Lanzarote, and it was the worst experience of my life. I know it. because <laughs> it was myself and my best friend were paragliding, and you know it's really exciting when you take off, and then when you get up you there, you go up and up. Yeah, and up. yeah but yeah. when you get up there like I was a little bit bored and oh. also I felt no. I fell through the you know the thing that comes up between the your harness. legs yeah. the harness yeah. yeah so I fell through that because I'm quite small yeah. and so I just what? thought I just thought I was going to die, die. Oh, I was <laughs> awful but it was actually just the world's worst wedgie at a really high altitude oh it's a really God. good story though. yeah it's a good story <laughs> yeah I mean we did we, on it, it's great exactly we, we laughed a lot so Jess before I let you go to the beach I'm presuming I absolutely mm. hate you um, <laughs> just say there are Irish women here at home and they're they're kind of thinking about packing a rucksack and just giving up the job and heading off what would be your top tips my top tips yeah if people are feeling nervous you know if people are a bit because that's it sometimes people get a bit anxious about maybe deciding to go or even traveling alone which we're going to be talking about a little bit later on but what would be your top tips I suppose do it would be the first one (laughs) yeah that's exactly it because I, I like the first thing I was going to say is that 
you're always going to feel that fear. That fear is going to be there no matter what. Yeah. So you kind of have to just feel the fear and do it anyway. Go through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, God knows I felt I have felt a lot of that fear. A lot, a lot, a lot. And you, nothing is perfect. You know what I mean? You're going to come across situations that are going to make you feel uncomfortable. But stand up tall. Bring yeah. your shoulders back and go through them. Feel the fear and just do it anyway. That'd be my top tip for any woman who wants to go solo traveling. That's amazing, Jess. Thanks so much for taking the call. We might no uh, we might touch base with you again when you're in Hong Kong just to see how you're getting on. <laughs> um, well, as we say here, per k no, per k no means why not? Why not, <laughs> Jess? Thank you so much for that. And if anybody wants to follow Jess's travels, it's the Gap Year Guru blog. So we're going to take a quick break now for our spotlight on sport. When we come back, we'll be talking about travel. Travelling alone as a woman and we'll have a very special guest from Down Under. But first, I caught up with personal trainer, online coach and travel enthusiast Siobhan O'Hagan earlier this week. We spoke about staying on track with fitness when you're travelling, but also about mats. I got to a point where I was absolutely miserable in work and with a lot of things in life and I just kind of said... I was a bit I was very lost until yeah. someone just said well what do you really want to do and I didn't know I didn't know what to do with my degree I had a degree in financial and actuarial maths and you know I had been working in a nightclub and I was like what can I do to combine all these things together basically I was very lost with where I should go and it's I just It's a big leap from financial actuarial mathematics to fitness Yeah yeah so well that was my answer I just said I just want to stay in the gym all day Yeah and the HR person I was speaking to said, well, what about doing a personal training course? Mm-hmm. Which I'd never considered. I mean, like I had a good permanent job, you know, I studied finance. I wasn't going to, you know, it just sounded crazy. Yeah. But I did, I looked up a couple of courses, which I kind of then put to bed straight away because I wouldn't have been able, I wouldn't have had time with the hours I was working. Um, I was working in recruitment and um Coincidentally, I bumped into someone who I used to work with the year before and she said, well, how are you getting on? And I was like, oh, I actually hate it. And she was like, well, come back to us. And, you know, there was a pre- previously had been with a very small business and I didn't see any kind of progression there yeah. either. And I kind of said in passing, I was like, oh, the only reason I'd go back there is because the hours are better. And then one thing led to another, she said it to my old manager and they said it to me and said, look, if you want to come back on a contract basis, you know, we'll, we'll take you back. And... For me, that was like, oh, that's like going back at my tail between my legs. Been like, oh yeah, I went off to this big fancy international company and didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but for me, I was like, okay, it will be a means to getting this course done part time. Yeah. So it was a step towards your ultimate goal. Yeah, it was a step back in the hope of two steps forward. I mean, I suppose then, when did you make the step? Because I know you've competed as well in bodybuilding competitions. And so when did you decide? Because when I met you before, like about a year and a half ago, when I interviewed you, um, you had a competition coming up. So you were already an online personal trainer. You had a massive following on Instagram and you made the decision to do a bikini competition. And was that because you wanted to set yourself a goal and push yourself that little bit extra? Or did you just kind of want to see? Um, I think a lot of people think that is the next step. Like yeah. you get in shape, next step is to get on stage. And I, when I first, like, again, I had changed my body and, you know, a lot of people said that to me, like, will you compete? But I was surrounded where I was working then as a personal trainer with a lot of people, uh, guys and girls doing um, the competitions uh, like bikini and physique and bodybuilding. Yeah. Um, and I think by looking at them and what they were doing, I was just like, now is not the time. I'm trying to build a business here. Mm. 
it's a, it takes over your whole life. So I was like, it's not for me. I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm enjoying my training. I'm in good shape. I'm enjoying my food. Uh, so I just kind of kept that up until uh, January 2016. Yeah. No, 2017. Yeah. So this time last year, mm-hmm. um, I started my prep. But I had kind of decided a couple of months before that. I had seen Amanda from her Calibrated Bodies doing it like really healthily and still been able to manage travelling and that was one thing for me because I was like I want to be able to travel and I saw she was travelling the world while sticking to this supposed to be impossible diet um, yeah. so I spoke to her and you know she was kind of coaching me anyway and I said do you think I could be able to do it and basically I was feeling a bit lost at my training at this stage I'd been in shape for you know about a year and a half and I was like you know maybe maybe happiness isn't in abs Yeah. Uh, but I decided I just needed a goal I kind of had my business running well at this stage It was so I said right January 2017 I'm going to give it a go um, and I said for the experience more than anything I thought it'd be interesting for people to watch I know yeah. a lot of my followers hadn't a clue about bikini competing you know they were just the normal females yeah. you know just training away so I, I kind of I was very I said I'd do it healthily happily and if anything you know compromised that I said I wouldn't do it so yeah I started January 2017 I was like ready to hit the ground running but Amanda coached me and she was very good and was very balanced and I never really had too much restriction because I was very good at being disciplined. Yeah. Um, now it did. I then decided to launch, you know, a new business, my own fitness factory. At the same time, so there were days where I was exhausted again, and I was like, "Here I go." But I think I kind of fed off that being disciplined in all areas of my life yeah. and being really waking up every day with a sense of accomplishment and getting through what I needed to get through. And, and you did really well at your first competition. Yeah, like I, I was very surprised. I came second. Which um, is unbelievable. Yeah, and I didn't even do the first timers. Like I did my, my height class, which yeah. is tall. Um, and I I just couldn't believe it because to be honest, I I wasn't willing to sacrifice sacrifice my happiness. So yeah. there were times during prep, like I was in Portugal for a certain I'd say four weeks of my prep um, and my friends were there and there were times I was like you know what what I want more than a trophy is a glass of red wine at my friends right now and so you've kind of um, I don't know have you stepped away from competing did you was it not for you or is it just too much of a commitment yeah well, obviously I, it sounds I, like you've got a lot going on in terms of your business ventures and stuff yeah as well. well I mean as I said I really enjoyed the prep so I was and I was delighted that I was able to show you could do it happily and healthily and still travel and you know and I still think have a life yeah, yeah and a lot of people obviously came to me afterwards and were like okay, oh my god I should compete should I do that you know because I did make it look like it was really easy um but I think what was actually hard was post-competition. Right. So I was this tiny, like I'm not sit, sitting now at 75 kilos, like I was 62 kilos on stage. Wow. Um, but I spent the next couple of months basically putting on weight and which is obviously my body just getting back to normal. And I knew, I mean, I, I, I never expected to keep bikini stage or bikini body long term, but I was kind of surprised at how fast I was. And was that hard for you and on your kind of mental health yeah, a little bit? Yeah, it's like yeah. I couldn't enjoy being in good. Like, so I was in Dubai two weeks after the competition and I was like, don't put any pictures of me up in a bikini. Like, I was actually so embarrassed at really? how fast. My, but it was like my body, my brain was working in two ways. Like I could, one side of it was like, okay, you can't say that online because people be like, you're not fat yeah. at all. And I knew I wasn't, but I was still not comfortable. That went on for, because I kept travelling and kept trying to find that, you know, balance and it came to, I don't know what happened in Thailand in October, but something clicked in my head where I was finally be, be able to like look in the mirror and like what I see again. Yeah. And it wasn't that I got any smaller. It was just, 
I don't and I wish I could pinpoint because I'd love to share that with other people who I know had the same struggles but don't talk about it online post-competition Well I mean like I, I follow you and I was watching your trip to Thailand and you've spoken there about all the places that you've been and I think I, I suppose in terms of this episode it's really interesting to talk to you as well because you wrote a blog about um, travelling but staying goal focused while you're away and I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with because when they go on holidays you know obviously you're there to relax and you're there to have a good time but a lot of people come back from holidays feeling worse about themselves and feeling like they indulge too much like how do you balance training with travelling? Well, the best thing you can do is go away by yourself. Like that's what I mean. I have a new love for solo travel, and um, but I suppose I've kind of done. I did one of the holidays this year, Croatia, for ten days with the girls, music festival, traveling, no training, and. I came home and again I just wanted to go into hiding I just need you know the way you come home needing another holiday yeah um, And I, so that reminded me that I used to holiday like that and I was like no 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 you can you do, you can have a good balance so I recently did a, a thing with um, Ryanair to show how and we kind of came up with a load of tips but you know even just things like getting up early just moving as much as you can yeah. try get a training session in like don't just eat for the sake of just because there's a buffet there Yeah. Um, and I feel good when I train and I think that's what people don't get you yeah. know so I you know, I, I in general I don't like running, but when I'm away, I love to just kind of put the runners on. Find I prefer to do sprints, so I normally find sort of stairs or something, even just to get the heart rate up, come back, have a nice, and then you're more motivated to have a kind of a healthy breakfast. Yeah. And even if that means you do what you do, what you I do what I want. Then, so yeah. if I feel like having chips at my dinner, I'll have it. If if I want to have ice cream that evening, I'll have it. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I kind of would like to wake up tomorrow feeling good as well. Yeah. So I have that kind of healthy balance where I'm not being too restrictive either. Yeah. But I, for some people, if it's their one holiday of the year, I don't want them like counting macros and not having ice yeah. cream for no. the sake of coming home. You have a to have pounds balance. lighter. But I mean, I've I've seen and your Instagram and your kind of social media has changed so much over the last kind of two years because I remember watching you during prep and I just I remember just thinking this woman is so disciplined and now like the travel pictures that you're posting and stuff are incredible and I'm ridiculously jealous of it Um, but we were talking there before we started recording about your O Fitness wellness retreat so I mean what you were saying there about people going away and you know not obsessing about counting macros and stuff but a lot more people are getting into these fitness retreats so it's kind of an amalgamation of two things that people really love which is travelling and seeing different places but also maintaining feeling good about themselves as well Yeah it's definitely definitely becoming so much more popular and I've noticed that I've been invited on a lot of fitness retreats and so I've gone to a couple um, I was in Thailand obviously in this town where it's just all gyms and people training and healthy eating places and I've never felt so at home somewhere so I was like right I need to combine and obviously everyone was then messaging me asking me for advice on you know going away and and all these different retreats I said why not do something I love and so I've combined um, obviously travelling training and Portugal which is you know my second home my family are there Alvor right yes so uh, yeah I just we got in touch with a travel agent got it all put together um, so what will people get if they go on the O Fitness Wellness Retreats then well one of the big things for me is that it's not a a quick weight loss thing it's you know you'll get your boot camps where you can go and shed half stone it's not a transformation type thing no it's it's, it's more about learning and empowering and so There'll be obviously a little bit of weight training for people that haven't been in the gym before. I was going to talk about the importance of that and kind of showing them 
how to set themselves up um, there will be I have a mindset coach I have yoga mm. there'll be obviously a nutrition seminar uh, and just so that they come home it's, it's just a lot, it'll be a lot of goal setting as well and yeah. kind of giving them plans to go away it's not about here's what we're going to do in a weekend and cram everything in it's mm. going to be a lovely boat trip my auntie my sister is now running my auntie's business there doing a lovely sunset cruise wow uh, this sounds like I'm selling it I'm not at all it's actually sold out altogether but <laughs> oh so we couldn't um, go even no, if we wanted no sorry right. <laughs> like, maybe I should stop um, but you know I mean you never know I might do that somewhere else as well yeah. you know there's lot, I'd love to get people I suppose it's kind of looking at my goals now as well is that I want to branch out a bit into kind of more travel I mean I just enjoy travelling myself yeah. um, but also I want to show people how to live like me as well so mm. Uh, I haven't really nailed down exactly how I'm going to do that but uh, It's in the works though Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, and if that means you know bringing people away and just talking to them and even talking about their goals and mm. talking about how I've done what I've done and yeah because so, sometimes I'm posting pictures I think of me in a bikini and pee pee and being like you know follow your dreams and I don't think I'm, I need to put a bit more behind it Follow your dreams but here's exactly how so Yeah exactly me yeah, this way. Yeah. So you've been so many places over the last year that I've been following you so before I let you go I want to know about your ultimate bucket list so and not just 2018 I'm, I'm talking about before you die bucket list so where are the places that are on your list Ooh. You'll probably get them but in 2018 Yeah no, I mean I, I realised I was only talking to my friends last year about I was like I want to be a travel vlogger um, because I love travelling and they made me sit down and count the countries I've been to and it you've was been, You've it, been to a lot? No, not enough oh, really? Basically the problem is we had uh, my parents had the standby flights from Aer Lingus as you, when we were kids and right. uh, we went to America all the time so mm. I and apparently the estate only counts as one so yeah. I was like the number of countries I haven't been to or I have been to is very small so I want to just tick as many countries as I can off my bucket list so nice. Yeah, this I'm going back to Thailand for six weeks, and I'm going to hopefully get to Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos. Uh, I don't. That's all I plan. I need to go to Australia, but I need to go when the weather's nice. So that won't be till the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I really don't have a plan or a life plan, which kind of makes me panic. But yeah, <laughs> tell me when when countries. are your wellness retreats kicking off? Anyway, um, we have two at East, so Easter and the weekend after. Okay. Um, and you know, I'm kind of I'm obviously nervous about something new and yeah. just make sure it's well received it's sold out within an hour it's sold so. out but if it goes well obviously you'll be doing yeah, them again yeah, so yeah. people can follow you on Instagram and find yeah, out yeah exactly keep an eye out on my yeah. yeah so I mean my luckily the O Fitness Factory and O Fitness Furnace that I'm doing are completely online so I can be anywhere yeah. and look after that uh, It might sometimes it means getting up in the middle of the night in Thailand to do Q, live Q&A's with the girls and guys but uh, yeah so it's exciting I don't really know where probably the O Fitness retreats will be the focus for 2018 yeah. work-wise. Nice, and lots of travelling. Um, yeah, while travelling the world. <laughs> Brilliant. Siobhan O'Hagan, thanks very much for coming in. Thanks for having me. Okay, so we're back, lads. I have a confession to make. I've never travelled alone. Oh, <gasps> what? I know. So obviously I've been on a plane alone for this reason or for that and I've done business trips and stuff like that but I've never booked a trip and just gone somewhere on my own mm-hmm. so tell me I want to know from both of you what your experiences are of okay. travelling alone as a woman mm, um, I love solo travel um, just because you can do what you want see what you want you know eat wherever you want you don't have to kind of like make allowances or cater or kind of compromise you yeah. know so um, in that way it's a lot more free 
than if you travel with a group or with another half or anything like that um and also it kind of gives you the ability to change your plans whenever yeah. you need to like like Jess was saying earlier if you meet someone and they give you a great recommendation you can just decide oh okay I'm going to go over there yeah um, it's also you learn a lot about yourself and you tend to socialise more when you travel by yourself because you know you don't have a ready made like social group of your friends with you so you'll just head on down to the local bar and yeah. kind of sit there and, and talk see. to people more or yeah. like depending on where you're staying like you know if you're staying in a hostel then you're definitely going to make friends there because like, you're literally sleeping with people that you yeah I mean I, before. <laughs> I don't I don't sleep in hostel dorms anymore but I, I do like sometimes have a private room in a hostel right so you still get the social aspect but you have your own space as well and yeah. it's really good for like making connections and then you can meet up with people in other parts of the world and it's just it's Oh, kind of opens your mind a bit. Stephanie, what do you yeah, think? No, everything Tara said, yeah, spot on. Um, I was just thinking about in Brazil, I went to Brazil on my own for uh, two wow. weeks. I won the big blog exchange just when oh. I started out blogging. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, the Brazilian blogger came to Ireland yeah. and I went to Brazil. So we swapped and she was blogging from my blog and I was blogging from her oh, blog. Such a great prize. But, yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks backpacking. Oh, it was so cool. I don't think they do it anymore. I think that was like, the last year. They did ah, it for a couple of years. Well, you got lucky. Because a lot of people contacted me after and I was giving them the details details and you know it's going to launch it's going to launch because they had told me that they were doing it again in 2015 but well, I don't think it happens. went ahead yeah. Was that your first kind of big that trip? That was the first big trip yeah through my blog yeah I was only blogging I think about a year And was that your first big trip solo as well? Um, well I'd gone to America solo but I was going to meet people that I knew so right. this was the first trip on my own completely. Did you feel a bit of nerves before? I did I was totally nervous like you yeah. have to just do it and get yeah. on with it and it was the, one of the best trips I've actually ever taken Same. and the people I've met I've still stayed in contact with and with that like one of the girls I met in one of the hostels a Scottish girl two of us were sitting there hey do you want to go paragliding tomorrow like I'll do it if you do it I wouldn't have done that if I had you know been on my own like I probably would have said oh I'm a bit nervous I kind of needed a bit of encouragement and she was there yeah come on let's do it and then another um, where was I um, Praia de Forte in um Salvador and I met a family they were all like I was having food on my own they welcomed me over come sit with us sit with the family now they couldn't really speak English yeah. but it was still it was nice it's to really sit it's really authentic experience yeah it was unbelievable yeah. yeah it's funny I think like you kind of have to remember that it is different when you're in places being a woman and being a man like because my ex was travelling around Brazil and he hitchhiked and stuff like that oh, a, no. a lot okay. <laughs> and I don't know if that would be something that, that I would feel comfortable no, no. with a lot of people like to think that it's exactly the same if you travel as a man or a yeah. woman but I mean obviously we would all want it to be exactly yeah. the same it should be the it same should be, but it's not but we have, we to, have remember to be, to be factual safe. like yeah. yeah remember to be safe and like that's just how it is at the moment and it sucks but we have to be prepared like yeah. so I mean I would just make sure that you trust your intuition because you're rarely wrong you know uh, like I've had bad feelings before about people in hostels and just kind of take myself out of the yeah. situation yeah. I've had hostel bar uh, men try to drug my drinks and stuff like that before right. like, so, so you have to kind of keep your wits about yeah. you a yeah. little bit and also I suppose making sure that people know where you are oh that's definitely a real, leave yeah. an itinerary like if you have an itinerary always update whoever's at home but if you do have a structure that you're going with yeah. leave it with somebody at home just so yeah. that they know where you are at all time. tell people if you change your plans yeah, update. Like, and who you're yeah, with. Definitely. Like, yeah. There's something that was funny. We actually ran a piece on site on her.ie about kind of 13 things that you need to know before you travel the world mm. alone and one of the things that I found interesting was uh, don't be afraid to go and dine alone and that's something oh, yeah. that I think I some people enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely love eating yeah. on my own. Like I love going into restaurants around Dublin on my own and just yeah. sitting there and having a meal but it's something that I think Irish people feel a bit No, I'd be fine. Yeah. Like, Plenty of time 
to take your photos as well and the person across <laughs> no one's going to complain like, you've got your on, phone out like, like, oh, <laughs> take my time get my pictures I yeah. suppose it's almost a little bit of insecurity on our own parts about are people looking yeah. at us or are yeah, people wondering is. why we're alone and that kind of stuff I but think it's the same like lots of people are afraid to do anything alone like you know travelling or yeah. eat by themselves or like go to the cinema the by cinema, themselves yeah, or my whatever my dad goes to the cinema on his own like if I was in a foreign country and I wanted to see a movie I'd definitely go yeah, I, I went in Lima in Peru I went to the cinema by myself and it yeah. was all in Spanish <laughs> and I was just like whatever yeah. Um, but yeah I think it is a confidence thing but once you start like you get over the first time then it's fine you yeah. know and, and people aren't really noticing you as much as you think that no, people are noticing not at you. all like everyone's got their own lives going on exactly. why would they sit there looking at you eating your own dinner and like? wondering <laughs> why you don't have a date um, we are going to talk about bucket list and also we're going to talk about packing in a little while because I am the worst packer and it gives me so much anxiety um, but first up Michelle Doherty is a friend of mine she's a broadcaster TV presenter actor she's pretty much an all round badass and she's now a permanent resident of Melbourne Australia Michelle are you there? Yes Hello ah, Niamh Michelle thanks for coming on the show How are you? Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. I love technology so much, but I love it even more when it works. (laughs) Yeah, believe me. So tell me. I know too much about it. So, Michelle, you're in Melbourne, Australia. How are you getting on down under? Yes. um, Oh, my God. Are we here nearly two weeks now? Um, Yeah, getting on great. Um, Today it has been raining all day. So, I don't know if that's just to make me settle in a little (laughs) bit more, which is really weird. Because it's like summer here, so I don't know what's going on. But anyway, it's grand. What kind of temperature are we talking there in the summertime? It's hot, isn't it? Well, last Saturday it was 41 degrees. I thought I was going to die. I I don't even think I'd be able... I don't think I'd be able to cope with that. No, I wouldn't go outside. No, it was like walking around in an oven, really. Oh my God, I wasn't able for it at all. So we're talking about travel on this episode, Michelle, and we were talking to a blogger there just before you who's in Brazil at the moment. But you, it's kind of a different boat because you've emigrated to Australia. So you are now a permanent resident there. So tell me, how did that come about? Well, um, well, first of all, Mark got a job over here, which was probably a bonus. Yeah, that's your <laughs> and husband. And the company that, um, yeah, Mark's my partner. Yeah. Oh, not husband yet, Nate. Oh, Don't not husband yet. Yes. <laughs> oh, he he's not getting away with that. No. Um, <laughs> they um, they literally like moved us over here. They packed up our life in London, and it's it's making its way here at the moment. So yeah. our life still hasn't arrived yet. Like all our possessions are in a are in a um, um, container on the way over. And how are you, fi- how are you finding month. it? Have you, had you been to Australia before? Um, I, I've been to Australia twice, like years and years ago, but just on holidays. Um, and I went to Sydney yeah. and I didn't particularly like it. Um, Did you not? But people said to me, you either like Sydney or you like Melbourne. Right. Um, so I, obviously I was a little bit nervous about moving over here, but um, since we've arrived, everything so far has been just amazing. Yeah, it's been lovely. And how is your little boy finding it? Uh, well, Max is amazing. He is the most um, adaptable child I've ever met. The poor how, child how old is, being, is he now? 
So he's three and a half, right. and myself, me and him left London when um, the second of December because I wanted to spend a month at home so we could see everybody and spend time at home. Yeah. And so the poor little boy was like travelling. <laughs> he didn't know where he. Was. One minute he was in Donegal, the next minute he was in Dublin, the next minute he was in Kerry, back up to Donegal, and then moved to Melbourne. So, so he's well travelled, like, most well travelled three and a yeah, half year old. Well travelled. So yeah, I've, I've probably given him the bug for life now. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, it's probably a good time as well in terms of age because I'm presuming he hadn't started school here or anything yet or in London. Well, and Niamh, that was a lot to do with it, to be honest yeah. with you, because we had to weigh up. Um, obviously, it's fine for me and Mark because, you know, but for him, we just had to think about things like that. And because he's not in school yet or hasn't made little friends yet, we thought it was the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and like, you know, the way I look at it is, I'd rather go and find out whether I like it or I didn't want to regret it for the rest of my life by not trying. So I just thought, right, just go. Let's see how we get on. If we don't like it, we don't have to stay here. And that's so, it. Like, I mean, I suppose that was my attitude. I suppose yeah. you probably felt a little bit nervous as well because it is far away and you're going to be far away from your family and stuff. But sure, that's what FaceTime is yeah. for, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. They, do you know what? They probably haven't heard as much from me since, <laughs> I, since I moved over here. They're like, seriously, you were in Dublin. We never heard from you. So, Michelle, I know you and from I know you from uh, back in the radio days, but room, rumors, our little phantom days, our little phantom days. They were so much fun. Are you gonna yeah. Are you gonna break into Australian radio, or what are your plans in terms of career moves? Yeah, well, to be honest, um, I kind of just want to, well, obviously, because it was Mark moving over here for his career or whatever, yeah. um, I just want to kind of, well, like, we still haven't found a home yet, so uh, they're putting us up in an apartment at the moment. And then, so my priority at the minute is finding the home, a good yeah. home for us and a nice area where Max will, you know, go to nice schools or whatever and not meet nice people. Um, I also qualified as a Pilates instructor. Oh, stop. Um, there it is. three months ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's a perfect little... Um, little uh, job to keep me going and then yes I'm going to try and find an agent and hopefully get into either TV or radio over here as well. So and even before that's the plan. Before you were in TV and radio here in Ireland I know that you were a flight mm-hmm. attendant Michelle Doherty weren't you? I was. So yeah, you've obviously so you've for 11 years. Oh my god. Yeah while, while I was on Channel 6 on night shift I still I still kept my job in Ireland because people used to laugh at me going wow. can so, I see you on TV this morning? I was like yeah so you've or obviously or whatever. you've obviously seen a huge amount of the world then flying all over the place as a flight attendant, right? Yes, and it was the best job ever. It was talk, talk about a great way to see the world, and um, yeah, it was part of my job. It was amazing. Yeah, I loved every single minute of it. What was your favorite place you've ever been to? Before I let you go back. Well, New York is um, New York was always my my one like I moved to London as my replacement for New York because I didn't have the nerve to do it when I was younger. Yeah. But New York was always my favorite place. Yeah, oh, I love New York. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a good great place. Oh, it's just it's as the saying goes, it's a city that never sleeps. It's so exciting. Oh, I love it, Michelle. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go, Michelle. Um, but I can't wait to hear you on the radio in Australia. I'm sure your Donegal accent uh-huh. is gonna do so well over there oh thank you so much and thank you so much for having me on it's been lovely talking to you catching up with you absolutely Michelle listen we'll talk to you soon okay okay thank you Neve. talk Thanks. to you soon oh Michelle's accent I could listen I could <laughs> listen to her do you know we did um we did research before about the best accents in Ireland and Donegal came up for both 
male and female apparently it's the favorite the most oh really the number one the number one yeah sexiest yeah. accent yeah. Ever. I used to date a guy from Donegal stop where yeah. did you find him in college oh. yeah. <laughs> I literally spend my life walking around looking for Donegal men <laughs> um, they don't like it that much so uh, 2018 new year let's talk about bucket list so what are your travel goals for the year ahead Ooh. big question uh, Iceland at the end of this month oh stop yeah really looking forward you're to it. going you're definitely yeah, oh you've booked 25th, it yeah, 25th Amazing. January so what are you going to do in Iceland well, the Blue Lagoon, geysers, waterfalls, uh, volcanoes, everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything I can do, in yeah. five days. <laughs> Whenever I see anybody in Iceland, I'm just obsessed with yeah. their Instagram for so the entire unreal. time they're there. It's unbelievable. So do you have any other trips planned? Uh, no, no other trips trips planned. I would love to get to um, the Cliffs of Moher. I have been before as a child, yeah. but I'd love to go again and document it on the blog. Yeah. Yeah, so in Ireland. And then obviously... Um, I'll have other trips. I just nothing planned yet. I've never yeah. been to the Cliffs of Moher. Really? Oh my gosh! Okay. For the first time in 2017, no like okay. that was the first time I've been. Well worth okay. the visit. Yeah, 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 it's actually really nice. And even when there's loads of tourists there, there's still loads of room for yeah. you to get a great view. It doesn't feel like yeah. overcrowded yeah, or yeah, yeah. exactly. So Tara, what about you? Um, gosh, I've loads. Of, my bucket list is always full of places to go. Like I just add on new things as I hear about them. Um, as they come up, as yeah, well, like, yeah. Like and with press trips and stuff like that they always come up like quite last minute but mm. um, my goal for this year is to plan them more in advance so I kind of yeah. have a bit of a structure to my year Yeah. so I've got um, a trip to The Hague in the Netherlands oh lovely um, coming up I think probably in March Yeah. Um, which should be really interesting because um, I think a lot of people don't think of it as a tourist destination yeah. too much so but it's got a beach and everything Like, nice. so it should be quite interesting and I've got some flights to Colorado booked okay. for the summer yeah. nice. which I've always wanted to go to just like for the landscape and everything like that I have a friend that lives over there and the flights were like an absolute bargain they were like 360 euro return with wow, British Airways really like from Dublin so. yeah I'm very excited Grand. I'm going uh, I'm going skiing in March oh, amazing. Yeah. oh nice have either of you been skiing um, once I only did one okay. lesson in Finland and it's not very steep slopes in yeah. Finland so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't really it's think of like Finland a- as a skiing destination but we go with my family every year so it's kind of like a big family trip where are you going um, we're going to Alpe d'Huez in oh. France, yeah. So we go to the same place and it's called Little Wonders is the place that we actually stay and they have a chef there that feeds you constantly. In a chalet. In a chalet. In France as well. It's different to like, you see a lot of the the wild kind of après ski holidays which I do want to go on as well. Well, Family oriented. It's more family oriented and they keep feeding you constantly. So I don't have any energy to go boozing Mm. after I've been skiing for a day and (laughs) stuff. But I would highly recommend it. Skiing is definitely one of my favourite things to do. So before we go, before I let you go, let's talk about packing. Ooh, packing. I'm a horrific packer, by the way. I, dr- I literally dread it. So I need to know, <laughs> I need to know some tips. So I'm talking about like rolling up your socks to utilize okay. space. Or if you're a woman and you're going traveling alone, like what is the one thing that you, do you know what I find, right? Ugh, this really annoys me. Do you know what I find? When I'm packing for a trip, I need everything constantly so like okay. I can't pack until the very last minute and oh, then I always right. okay. yeah, so as la- in yeah. like I can't pack my makeup I can't pack any hair things I can't even really pack much of my clothes mm-hmm. so I end up just having an open suitcase in my in my bedroom the most of the time plastic pockets are great I find to just so everything's in its own place. Oh, they like fit packing into, cubes. Yeah, the packing cubes. Yeah, yeah they are great. They're really packing handy. Cubes. cubes. Yeah. yeah. So, Didn't even know that was a thing. So it's like a little bag, <laughs> um, and it's basically you put 
so I would put like maybe socks, socks and underwear, and underwear in one, one tube yeah. and then suits in another yeah. yeah so that when you are taking the clothes out you don't you have to like rifle is. through the whole suitcase you wow. just Shorts, know that this t-shirts, is there and, like, is this oh, like yeah. a brand is a company travel keys no, loads so of them, loads like, of different um, people do them you'll get them on TK Maxx or Amazon Cabin Zero as well Cabin Zero have them yeah I mean the other thing is less is more I suppose yeah if you're not sure about an item don't bring it like if you're thinking I might wear that you won't wear it so just don't bring it I went to Dubai to um, record a a radio show a few years ago and I literally was there for two days and I brought I'm actually actually kind of embarrassed to say this I brought five (laughs) pairs of shoes with me and I I literally didn't wear I wore one pair of Converse for the entire time I was there but I'm terrible at that so like take things out yeah you've got to be real with yourself like you know what I mean the last thing you put in just take it back out yeah <laughs> yeah that's true you yeah. always put the important stuff in first yeah. like yeah. Um, but I think it's just be- about being honest like if you're not sure that you're going to wear it then just don't bring it um, I also always kind of <laughs> no, we knocked Stephanie, the mic. Stephanie is so. wrecking the place <laughs> But I always um, buy like doubles of the minis. So like I always buy extra toothbrushes and toothpaste and like mini deodorants and dry shampoo and stuff and just leave them in my suitcase okay. so that mm. I don't ever have to like take worry them about them and yeah, take them in there. Mm. I just know that they're there. So it's something else I don't have to worry about. Also, packing. always put a bikini in your hand luggage just in case. Just in case. Just yeah. in case your bag doesn't come through. So you'll have and your underwear. bikini. And underwear. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great tip. In your handbag, yeah. yeah. And my final question is something that I am um, just completely confused by so I've gone away and I've packed my bag and I've come back and I haven't bought a single thing and it's always heavier on the way back oh. is that because I'm a terrible things packer things get wet and they get bigger so wet. is that maybe. it yeah, yeah maybe if, so. yeah, yeah. if you have wet stuff in yeah. your suitcase that that's might what, be it that's what happens or you might have just bought stuff and like not really <laughs> realised how much stuff you bought <laughs> or once Ladies. you've worn it's in a ball you throw it in oh also battery pack always bring a battery pack yeah, maybe that's just us though because yeah, we take true, so many pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I just need to bring you two with me. <laughs> and adapter, document yeah. everything. <laughs> I'll just bring you guys with me wherever I'm going. That is all the time we have. Thank you so much to my guests this week, Tara Povey and Stephanie Buckley. Thanks to Michelle Doherty in Australia and Jess Glynn in Brazil. Shane Dempsey was on sound. My behind-the-scenes squad this week are Kat Stewart and Anya Leach. This has been Girls With Goals, brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Next week we're in the UK for a very special episode with Ashling B and Angela Scanlon so don't miss it and we'll talk to you then.